Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. We're actually going to have two episodes this week. I haven't really been doing week to week. I just kind of record every time something comes to me at least once a week. But I also interviewed Molly Wilder, who is going to be on the podcast. And I'm going to drop that one tomorrow. So lots of episodes for you guys to listen to. But I thought it might be fun to do a little episode on things I've manifested and kind of the story behind it. Because it can be really inspiring when I love hearing other people's manifestation stories and it really makes me realize how powerful it is when I hear things that they've done and the techniques that they used and kind of how things materialized in their life. So I thought I would tell you guys a few of my stories that have been really cool and um, just to inspire you a bit on your manifesting journey. And this episode is brought to you by my Manifest Mondays course, which is a four-week online course that you can do anytime, but we just started a new round, so you could totally sign up today or whenever you hear this episode. Um, But it's lots of fun. It's all the basics of manifesting, all the steps. Um, I go through four weekly lessons, meditations, and a workbook for you, so it's a great time. So... First thing that I feel like I intentionally manifested was my personal training studio. So when I first found Law of Attraction about five or six years ago, I was in a really kind of dark place and I read The Secret and I was like, okay, well, I'll give this a shot, I guess. And I made a vision board and the first thing I put on my vision board was that I really wanted my own personal training studio. And I set that intention, I put it on my vision board and at that point I did not even have... I'm just going to flip this over and hope I did not even have um, my personal training certification. I wasn't personal training yet, so it was a big, big goal. And how it ended up working out was once I set that intention, I was like, okay, that led to me kind of surrendering and following the steps that came to me. So I realized like I needed to have a Facebook page and I needed to put myself out there. So I started by offering boot camps in the park and then that lead to led to a few personal training clients once I made my Facebook page and started just posting as much as I could what I felt inspired to post um, a few people came and started training with me in my bedroom which was amazing that slowly grew to training people in parks and wherever I could basically going to their homes parks they came to my house and also had my boot camps going in the park. And then I ended up moving to a place that had a garage. So at that point, I couldn't afford, I was still working at a gym, and I couldn't afford, obviously, a full, huge studio. So I was looking everywhere for a place. I just envisioned like a little garage gym. And what I ended up finding was this beautiful little place in the woods, and it had a nice little carport, and they allowed me to turn it into a little carport gym. So that was really fun. That allowed me to kind of go to the next level because I put flooring down, I put curtains up, I got all the equipment that I wanted, and I really made it into like a little a little space that you could work out in, and it, it felt more professional. So I was like, okay, let's, let's do this. Now I'm really going to start advertising, and I slowly grew my clientele from there until... I ended up finding the most perfect studio and it's funny because of how it manifested in the best way possible because that was my lifelong dream. All I wanted was this personal training studio. I wanted to train people all day long and have boot camps and that was my that was my dream life. And I was actually going to buy a place. I didn't have the money, but um my parents were like, "Well, we know some people. We could have some investors and 
they were like, we're working on some things, so we'll let you know. And they ended up finding investors who, who were actually my parents. <laughs> they told me that later. Um, and we were going to buy this place. And it was all a done deal. Everything was set to go. And I was so excited. I was going to live in the back. It was going to be a tiniest, like 200 square foot living space with like a pretty small gym, but I would own it. And we were going to decorate it. And it was really exciting. Um, And then right before the day I was supposed to get the keys, the landlord or the property management people called me and they said, like, we have a problem. The pipes have frozen. We can't issue any occupancy. And then my my occupancy permit got turned down because I wasn't zoned for a personal training studio. Just like every single thing went wrong and it ended up falling through completely. And I was devastated. I'd already announced that I was getting a studio. I was so excited. I'd already given my notice at my place where I had my carport gym. So now I had nowhere to live. I did not um, own, I didn't have anywhere to train my clients. I was like, what the heck? This is awful. And it ended up, so then I started looking for a place to lease, like, in the meantime. And I, it really did work out for the best because I found a beautiful space that was more money, but it ended up working out completely and so much more space, so much better. I didn't have to live in the same space that I was working. I ended up moving in with Jordan instead, which was obviously really good for our relationship. And then, um... Now, two years in, I have about 10 months left on my three-year lease, and I'm not as, I'm not really personal training anymore, and it's not my dream anymore, so I'm really grateful that I didn't end up buying a place. So it shows you how the universe has your back sometimes, and even though it was more money to lease it, it always works out every single month, and it has this whole time, and it really allows me to trust and just like let things flow. And I know that when you believe something will happen, like even when my parents were like, this is a bad idea, like you shouldn't be a personal trainer. And they weren't really like really stoked on the idea. I just knew in my mind, I was like, I knew I'm going to have a studio. And that was my dream. And it happened when I was 27 years old. So that's the biggest thing I've manifested. And when I look back at my first vision board, it was so it gives me goosebumps because I I printed out this picture of of an office that was like this L-shaped white desk and then all turquoise accents. And that's exactly what my desk and my office looks like today. So it gives me just like the shivers to see how that that idea that was in my mind became a reality. And I'm not saying it wasn't hard work. And of course, I had to hustle hard for that, but I also believe I manifested that through my belief in myself and in the process. Um, from there, I just decided that I wanted to have a wait list. And I had, I, it's funny, all of these things were not like, I didn't do any marketing schemes. I didn't like do anything crazy. I just believed. I was like, okay, I'm good enough to have a wait list. And I started it just, my wait list just grew. I had like a 20 person wait list at one point for personal training and I couldn't keep up. And then I hired more trainers. And every time I get an idea of something that I want, I really set an intention on it. And then I do everything I can to ensure I fully believe that it's possible and that it's happening. And it always happens. Um, with the Bali retreat, that was a big manifestation. Um, I fully followed Catherine Zinkina's, um, I think it's a 21 day 
journal, manifestation journal. And every day I would visualize, I would kind of write out my intention, I would live in that space of I am going to Bali and I did not have the money for Bali. And it was a very expensive retreat. I had to save up about $14,000, but I only had like 30 days to get it because there was only one spot left on the retreat when I found out about it. And amazingly, I ended up getting it. But what happened was I set the intention. I was like, okay, I need to make this amount of money. And then I tried to really force it through like my workout channel and through every avenue I could like personal training and just the ways that I knew that I could make money, but it wasn't enough and it wasn't working. So finally I was like, okay, I'm just going to kind of like let this go and surrender. And I had the idea for Manifest Mondays because I was getting so into manifestation. I was going to Bali. I knew I loved talking about it and wanted to teach on this so badly. And that launching that course led me to getting the money and then some for Bali, including paying off all my debt and the month's rent for when I got home. So I didn't have to stress at all because I was almost taking a month off in March when I went to Bali. So it was amazing how it unfolded because that was my dream. I was like, I wanted to manifest $20,000 so that I could go there with no stress. Everything would be paid off before I went. I wouldn't have to go in debt to go there. And it all happened just in the most perfect timing, not in the timing that I wanted, but in the most perfect timing. So that's a big kind of follow the nudges and surrender to what you're being called to do. And I was being called to teach about Manifest Mondays. Um, having a six-figure income, I always had in my head that I wanted to make over $100,000 because I remember one year, like when I was younger, I saw that my parents made like 100 and something. And I was like, oh, well, that's like a good lifestyle. Like, that's what I want. That's my goal. And um, I just told my parents, I was like, I am going to make six figures. Like, it's just happening. And they're like, okay, whatever. And then I did it within one year. So that was honestly just trusting myself. It wasn't that I like crunched all the numbers and worked it all out. I didn't even know until the end of the year when I added it all up and showed my accountant. She's like, what the fuck? (laughs) So that was just trusting in myself. And I, I did put it on my vision board and I obviously did the work for it, but really it's more about setting the intention of the money and then trusting and following the nudges. So that is when I have the best success with manifesting is when I just like, like this is done. Awesome. I want to feel in that vibration every single day and follow the nudges that come to me, which was like more online courses and, um, different kind of challenges and starting these like little January jump starts and things like that that I love putting together and then really expanding into coaching and things like that. Um, I also manifested losing 35 pounds, which is probably one of the bigger things that I feel like I've manifested. Um, and it was pretty cool how that happened. So I read the book. Um, what's that book called? Um, the Code for an Extraordinary Mind by Vishen Lakiani, I think. And it really spoke to me about how he talked about all the limiting beliefs and how, how he would reframe them and really drill it into his subconscious mind. And I realized I wrote down all my limiting beliefs I had around my body. There's so many. And then I turned them around and I started visualizing my dream body every single day. And I started just trusting. I stopped even worrying about food I didn't I didn't even worry like if I did binge eat or whatever I was just like whatever I don't care it's this is this is I can eat whatever I want and lose weight and that's what I 
just kept saying to myself and I trusted the process and as soon as I started to see results in my body I was amazed and I took some before photos of after I before I started visualizing and after I started visualizing and the difference is amazing because right in the before photo I was just about to run my first marathon so I was in the best shape of my life and then after the marathon I stopped running I went through a breakup I I didn't really work out as much. I just was walking and filming a few workouts, like 15 to 20 minute workouts a week. And I ended up getting leaner and stronger and more toned and losing more weight than when I was marathon training like a few days a week. So I knew that my mindset had so much to do with that. And I've only maintained it since then. And it's been almost six months, I'd say. And I'm definitely not dieting and I haven't really been working out, but I would like to again. But what I did was just shift my thoughts and reprogram my subconscious mind to realizing that I can eat whatever I want and lose weight and maintain my weight and it's easy for me to lose weight. And that was manifesting at its finest because I really surrendered and I just I just followed the steps. I recorded my mantras. I listened to them every night. I did my visualizing every day. I got really grateful for my body. I really got in that zone of like, if I was in my dream body, how would I feel? What would I wear? What would I do? I wouldn't stress about food. And that is how I manifested the 35 pounds. It actually happened quite quickly. Um, I also manifested paying off my taxes in full. So if you were listening to my Lyman experiment, I got a, I got a shocking tax bill this year of $15,000 and it kind of came out of nowhere. And instead of panicking, I was like, you know what? I'm going to manifest the money for this and I'm going to go in to my accountant and I'm going to end up getting a thousand dollars back somehow. That's what I said that I put that intention out there and then I really surrendered and I trusted and I didn't end up manifesting the $15,000. And this is where you can't really worry about the how. But what did happen was that they made a mistake in my taxes and I ended up paying off seven. And then I went in there and she's like, actually, we owe you a thousand dollars back in the end. It was crazy. So actually, it even ended up being even more. I'm getting like six thousand dollars back. So my taxes went from 15 grand to like owing like a 100 bucks because of something that happened with my GST and all of these things. But I know it's because I manifested it and The universe works in the craziest of ways and you just have to trust it and follow those nudges. And that was one where I really felt like, oh my God, this is huge that this just happened for me. Um, I've also manifested a place to live. So when I was going through my breakup, I was really worried about where I was going to live and I made a list of everything I wanted um, for $800 a month, which is unheard of in Victoria. It's like the most expensive place to live. There's nowhere to live. And it was so funny. I like made this list and then two days later I told my sister, like, I think I might um, be moving out. I don't know where I'm going to live. And she's like, oh my God, well, we're buying a house and we have a suite in the backyard and it's self-contained. It's every single thing on my list for $800 a month. And, and I get to live like right next door to my little sister, which is awesome because I have like someone to spend time with. It was just a bonus in every way. The only thing missing is a bathtub, but there's a hot tub. So I'll take it. Um, so I fully feel like I manifested that because I wrote out everything I wanted and it just appeared like two days later, which I was shocked about. Um, also like flights one time to Prince George. I was, um, I was dating somebody a few years ago and he moved to Vanderhoof and then I was driving in, down, driving 
around. I was in Sydney and I heard on the radio that they're giving away free flights to to Prince George Vanderhoof, which is where he was living. He just moved there and I was like, Oh my god, I need these plane tickets. So I called the radio station and I was just like, Oh my gosh, my boyfriend just moved there. I would be so grateful if I could like win these tickets. They're like, Okay, well you have to come to this location. And it was really far away. You had to be the first one there. And they ended up playing my story on the radio about about my boyfriend just moving there and how I wanted to go see him. And then I sped all the way there. It took me like 45 minutes. It was like the furthest spot away that I could be from Sydney to like Langford. And when I pulled up, I like came screaming down the parking lot and I pulled up and they were packing up and putting everything away. And I ran up to them and I was like, oh my God, am I too late for the tickets? And they're like, yeah, sorry. Like we gave them away like half an hour ago. And he's like, but were you the girl on the radio with the boyfriend? And I was like, yes, that was me. And he's like, oh, well, we'd love to just give you a free flight anyway. And they just gave me a free flight to Prince George, which was so amazing. Like, that's why I always say, like, you can't predict the how. Like, I didn't win them in the way that I thought. But they just heard my story. I had the nudge to call into the radio station and say my story. I could have just driven there and not called at all. And then I ended up still getting free flights out of it. And I was so sure that I won those flights. I called my boyfriend before I even got there and I left a message and I was like, I want free flights to come see you. Like I really acted as if I was like, how can I get in this vibration? So be extreme, be almost delusional in acting as if, and that's when things really happen really quickly. Um, something else that was really cool was, um, I really wanted these two spiritual ganker sweaters. <laughs> And they're really expensive. And I, there was this pink one that I wanted that said on the back, you are more than enough. And that's just something that really resonates with me. And I also wanted like the spiritual gangster sweater. And I literally texted my friend. I was like, okay, I want these sweaters. I'm going to manifest them. And I had them in my shopping cart for so long. And I was like, I didn't want to press buy. I felt like it was too expensive. And then by a completely random chain of events, someone in my Manifest Mondays course went to Courtney, which is probably like a five-hour drive from Victoria, found this little store in Courtney that had all these spiritual gangster stuff, and she told the shop owner about me, and then the shop owner messaged me on Instagram and said, I would love to send you some free clothes. She had that sweater in my exact size, as well as the other one, and she sent me three sweaters and a tank top for free, um, just because she loved what I was doing online. So I completely manifested that. It was so cool because I set the intention, I'm going to to manifest these two sweaters somehow, some way, and it happened plus more. Plus, I built a connection with someone with amazing clothing, and like we can support each other online, which is so awesome. And then um, working with Lululemon was a big thing that I really wanted to do, and I forget how that all unfolded. What happened? I would go in there and I would leave my card, and they would never really reply. And then how, I'm trying to remember now how it did, how I did end up getting in with them. I think I. How did that happen? I think they emailed me. They contacted me and reached out and asked if I could come teach a random pound class. And then from there, I got to do, I ended up teaching like three separate times with Lululemon, plus doing a vision board workshop with them. And now like getting to know the Lululemon staff and having a connection there, like that was such a cool thing that I that I manifested by just really putting myself out there and following the nudges. I didn't like bug them all the time, but they did end up contacting me about pound, which was was um which was really cool and like a way something different that I could do with them and I love that so those are just a few of the things that I've manifested over the years I'm now working on just 
making myself completely online for 2020 so I can work from anywhere, which I'm pretty much there, and renting out the gym. And really, right now, I'm really focusing on my own happiness. And like, I know now that all the material things in the world are not going to do anything for my happiness unless I'm fully happy where I am right now. So I'm really focused on finding my happiness and finding as much joy and gratitude as I can in every single day and spending time with people that I love. And I'm so excited for the next few years. I'm fully I'm fully manifesting a brand new white Range Rover with a fridge in the console and and a, just a a freedom-based business and coaching business that I can work from anywhere in the world. Perhaps a little six-month stint in Bali might be in order. So we shall see. But I would love to hear if you guys have any manifestation stories. Please share them with me on Instagram at training by Tara Brunette or if, if you guys have any questions about manifesting, send me a message. Come check out my programs. I've got quite a few and I would love to work with you. I'm doing a lot of coaching around manifestation and intuitive eating right now and it is giving me so much life. I love it so much. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening.